It's time to crack one open. Cold one post game. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. I just hope we can win a game. Here's your host, the brave loving chomp on fanatic, Jose Gonzo Gonzalez. Welcome to another edition of Cold One Post Game. I'm Gonzo next to Justice and Hector. And make sure to follow us on Facebook. Just look up Cold One PG. And you can also listen to us anywhere podcasts are found. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any of those places you can find us. And in Hector fashion, that's the way he has to come into this podcast. Um, his first one <laughs> is with an eye coming in here. Um, Hector, our resident Chargers fan, uh, feeling good about the future, not good about the season. We'll get into that in a little bit. Um, uh, NLCS started tonight. We're recording right after the first game. ALCS already had two games going, so we'll get into that. And the first thing we're going to get into is the Los Angeles Lakers, our NBA champions. The Miami Heat were one hell of an opponent against the Lakers. Uh, people thought that because Bam was out or Dragic was out, that it was going to be an easy way for the Lakers. Uh, I told everybody, don't think that. Jimmy B is a real dude. That guy's the real deal, and he is. He's the real freaking deal. The man put that team on his back for two games, and, and that those are the two games they won. Because this man put that team on his back and willed them to victory. And that's what a superstar does. A superstar wills his team to victories. Um, but Lakers reach number 17. LeBron gets number four. And AD gets his first. Let's talk about the series. Uh, I'll go to Hector first because Hector hasn't been here. One second. <laughs> then, then, then we'll go quickly to Justice. Justice. <laughs> What's the feeling? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah, man. I mean, I, I I was really hoping Miami would pull this out and we get to a game seven because I mean, other than that first game, for me, every game was pretty entertaining. Like you said, it was nice to see Jimmy, you know, put the team on his back when he had to. And uh, yeah, I mean, hey, the Lakers Lakers earned it, man. They they definitely deserved it. And uh, hopefully next time, if they win it, they don't forget somebody back at the arena. <laughs> forgot he was on the team bro. Yeah, Quinn Cook forgot forgotten at the arena um, He's He's uh, he's more forgettable than J.R. Smith And he's barely been on the team um, <laughs> Actor what, What's your take on the NBA Finals Oh first J.R. Uh, uh, Smith would never let himself Be forgotten That's just not possible <laughs> uh, But I mean I mean, you guys both know I, I expected the Heat to be either here or very, very close to being here the entire season. It might have been a little bit of a, of a bias opinion, but I'm going to write it because I thought it. Hell yeah. Anyways. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, dude, hell of a season for the Heat and obviously hell of a season for uh, what people thought was, a, as they say, Wash King. Definitely, definitely not. And... Um, yeah, I just got to give props to the Lakers. You know, AD finally got a ring. Dwight finally got his ring. And he definitely didn't ride the coattails of the, the of AD and uh, Lakers because he definitely came in and put in his work. He was Maybe key. not so much the finals, but definitely helped get him there. Yeah, no, D and Dwight was really that's key That's very this important. Season. Yeah, and that's still very important. You, you don't have to always be the one to uh, – 
um, show out in the finals. That's what you have your your two stars for, and obviously playoff Rondo. But uh, Oof, yeah, man, just sh- just shout out, yeah, just shout out to them, man. Um, Lakers are number win number seventeen, tied for mm-hmm. most in NBA history. But as a Laker fan myself, right, I have to point out a quick fact that the Lakers have six NBA championships in the last 20 years and the Celtics have one. So the Celtics won most of their championships when there was five teams in the NBA. So let, let, like, let's remember that when we talk about 17 ships, right? In history of the yeah. NBA Celtics deservedly have 17, but the Lakers have been the ones in the, I think since the eighties, they've won like 10. So like 10 to 10 to 13. So there, there's a big discrepancy in the last 40 years of, of, of titles. Uh, for sure it's we'll see when when the nba comes back right the the talk mm-hmm. of town right now is that it's going to come back once they're going to be able to have fans major league baseball is already implementing some fans college football is implementing some fans i think that it looks like the start date for the nba should be about january i thought that the best start date would be december 25th because we always love nba basketball on, on christmas day right um yeah. But it's been great. Yeah, but it looks like it won't be until about the beginning of January. So uh, it looks like we're going to be seeing an August postseason again <laughs> of NBA because they want to play 82 games. Um, yeah, that's now, very weird. Now, let, let's do, before we move on to the others, and this is going to be a quicker podcast than most, but let, let's look ahead here. Are the Lakers set? for a, a run next year if they can go and get another piece because Dragic is a is a is a free agent who knows if he resigns yeah. in Miami um Crowder I think is also a free agent uh you have um Ibaka is a free agent as well uh if, if Cousins comes back to the Lakers and actually gets healthy and, and is able to play for them are the Lakers another piece away from making another championship run next year? I think they're, I think they're okay as is if they can keep the team together. I mean, it's always nice to grab another piece just to help out. But I mean, uh, I think they're sitting pretty right now, to be honest. That's just my opinion of it. I mean, but also the Warriors are going to come back and they're probably going to come back full strength. So maybe, and they do have like the third pick, so yeah. <laughs> you, get, you get a healthy Curry, you get a healthy Clay, and they do have Andrew Wiggins. I I just uh, I just don't know if the Golden State Warriors as is are enough. I think with that third pick, they have to do some Houdini work to go get some a, a really good or superstar third. Yeah. Uh, third guy there because I, I as is I don't believe yeah. I believe the Golden State Warriors are the th- third best team in their division. Let, yeah, let alone they, they they may not be like a championship, but I can guarantee they'll be in the playoffs. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah they, they'll be there. I don't know where it lands them, but they'll be there, and they'll be and they'll be a very competitive, te- hard competitive team to play. Now, um, just as the the Clippers, we don't know who their next head coach is going to be. We're seeing mm-hmm. maybe Ty Lue. We don't know, right? Are the yeah. Clippers good enough still? Because they have some free agents as well. They have to go and now resign. Yeah. Are the Clippers going to be good enough for an NBA title? Or 
or <clears throat> was it this year was very telling for everybody? Um, I still think they're going to be good enough. I think if they add at least one more good piece and resign a couple of key guys, they can make a run. Um, I don't think they're they're quite as well set up as the Lakers. Like the, like to Hector's point with the Lakers, I think if they add one more solid piece and keep most of that team together, they'd be good. I think they need one more extra piece just because that that roster is kind of old. That they are older guys, so you need I think uh, a pretty good young guy to maintain the Lakers. But uh, yeah, I, I mean I wouldn't say that the Clippers are like one piece away from making the finals or anything like that. But I mean, that's obviously solid enough of a team. You had a good foundation. I think if you had one more guy, they can probably push their way to the conference finals and, and give the Lakers a pretty good run. Maybe not necessarily a finals next year with a new coach, but the year after that, I think maybe, you know, things will get better for them. Um, I don't know. The Clippers are, yeah, the Clippers are, are iffy for me. I don't know what to expect from them. I just don't. Yeah. I just don't like the fact that load management is their thing. I, I just the playoff P, right? Paul George. We're from Fresno. We we tend to not talk smack about Paul George because he's from Fresno. Well, not you guys, but just in a general sense here because <laughs> Fresno State. I was like, excuse me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, I like the player, but I'll talk crap on you if you're not playing. The yeah. Way you should be. <laughs> and, and, and so I don't know. I just don't think Kawhi is enough for it to carry a team. I think everybody jumped the gun um, mm-hmm. with him because of what he, everybody perceived that he did for Toronto, but then Toronto did what they did in the playoffs, let alone without him. Mm-hmm. Um, the team that, that, that has me thinking is the Denver Nuggets. Like how good they're going to be next season with, yeah. uh, with uh, Nurkic, with uh, Jokic, sorry, Joker. Uh, with Murray, with um, Michael Porter Jr., and then the the guy that didn't come to the bubble, I, I always forget his name. Um, I just think they're they're set up for some long term success there too. Yeah, their their future is looking bright. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't know. It's hard because like I feel like the bubble messed up a lot of teams, and then it gave other teams boosts. It's weird. Like look at people like the Suns. They came in the bubble and they were different, you know. Yeah. Even the Nuggets, they came in the bubble and they were different, and it just changed a lot of things. And then, I mean, obviously the Clippers came in the bubble and they were very obviously different. And then having people in and I lost connection with the guys, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get back to them real quick. Um, we are talking about the NBA finals and <clears throat> excuse me and just kind of gearing up about the Denver Nuggets and and he was trying to make a point here so I'm getting back in and let's make sure these guys are here but uh it looked like they had before the season ended they had fully got their chemistry down Hector and then they came back and it was just gone again yeah, I um, agree with that. So, which make that's the only reason I don't know if that will still be enough to win a championship. That makes me that doesn't make me want to say that it won't be enough next year because you just never know. Sometimes, like yeah, I, I mean, the, have, yeah, they could be completely just horrible next year. You yeah. just don't know. Yeah. And I, I mean, having the hot hand that that there's a reason that's a thing in sports. That's why I rode the Heat 
after that first series in the playoffs, I was like, these guys are going to go all the way to the finals because that yeah, that team's ridiculously on fire and no one can stop them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, just, I mean, just a lot of it's timing too. Just to point out, there, I lost you guys for a second for some reason. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, so um, you guys were able to catch the beginning and end of Hector's point. Uh, <laughs> Damn. So. Yeah. Probably made, made point. it sound like I didn't know exactly what I was talking about at all. Yeah, I, I had to fill it. I had to fill in time in there. It's okay. It's um, right. In the East, it's going to be interesting to see. But NBA basketball, we will be talking about it as we move forward because there's, there's going to be so much to talk about. The um, Brooklyn Nets, the Toronto Raptors, Boston Celtics. We'll get into a lot of it go, mm-hmm. as as the weeks come on. So we still have some NBA to talk Brooklyn's about. Brooklyn's coming strong. Um, let's get in to the NFL right here. Um, <clears throat> should the Tennessee Titans forfeit their game? Like, should they be have been forced by the NFL to forfeit because they decided yes. to not implement those, to not enforce their protocols? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly pretty annoyed. I get it, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty annoyed with all this uh, scheduling switching up just because it's just because of the team that couldn't get their act right. Like, I know you can't control who gets COVID and not. That's kind of, I mean, you could try to control it, but when you're playing the game of football like this and traveling, it's going to happen. But if you're going to go and practice when you were told not to, well, after testing positive, you should be faulted for that. That's being inconsiderate to the rest of the league and just being irresponsible. Yeah. And so that, that, the reason of of them is what annoys me about the schedule change. I mean, but we were all pretty sure this was going to end up happening where a lot of things were going to be different. And it's one of the reasons why I didn't really want to play fantasy because it's a headache. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I don't have a Titans player. Just as you think, I, I, I believe I that the Titans should have because they put everybody else at risk by, by not following protocol. They were told to follow protocol. They didn't. And, and they breach themselves. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. They need some sort of significant punishment, whether it's you know suspensions of the guys who didn't do it, the GMs losing picks, whatever the hell it is, forfeiting those games straight up. They need some sort of severe, uh, I'd say, punishment because yeah, that's just straight up negligence of just like, I mean, I, yeah, we're in the middle of this and a bunch of us tested positive, but hey, we still need to practice. Like, no, dude, that's not the point of this thing. You want to have a season, you need to do what you need to do and take this stuff seriously. You need to be responsible. Yeah. And so there, there needs to be some, I'd say, large punishment come down yeah. on them. Yeah. Gotta have repercussions for something, man. I, I, yeah. I'm on the same boat. I, but again, I, we'll see how things happen moving forward. Um, the scores for week five of the NFL season. Yes, week five. We're already five weeks into it. Uh, the Chicago Bears oh and the, the Bears. and the who? And the who? Justice? Chicago Bears oh, and the... Su- Su- Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles? Yeah. Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles in the 0-2 o- <laughs> against uh, Nick Foles, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady. 20-19. Uh, so, this game looked already, like, set and matched, right? After, like, a, a quarter and a half. And out of freaking nowhere, the Bears decided to start playing. And at half, we're up 14-13, right? Um... Yeah. I don't see this is why I don't believe in Tampa Bay, right? Like everybody was already said to say they're a Super Bowl contender and da da da. This is why <laughs> I don't believe 
Who Aiden said Tampa that? Bay. A lot, a <laughs> lot of people. A lot, just because Tom Brady with the new weapons and 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 for me, mm-hmm. I just I don't believe in Tampa Bay. So 2019, that was the final score. Um, 43-17, the the what felt like the Raiders, but it what, wasn't. What, what, the, the Dolphins what? beat the Niners. Um, said that real quiet. <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, the Carolina <laughs> Panthers beat the sucky. Atlanta Falcons, 23-16, and the Falcons fire head coach uh, Quinn and general manager, so double whammy. Um, good thing Josh isn't here. The Las Vegas Raiders beat the Kansas City Chiefs 40-32. <laughs> uh, Derek Carr looking like Derek Carr of his MVP caliber season. The dude has Henry Ruggs, who's a freaking fast mofo, um, got down the line and and – Seems like no one could catch him. The Arizona Cardinals do what every team does to the Jets, and that that means beats them. Uh, Thirty to ten, Jets lose. It, it it wasn't Sam Darnold quarterback. It was Joe Flacco, and um, we can tell Adam Gase is the problem. Uh, Twenty nine to thirty eight, Pittsburgh Steelers beat the flyless Eagles. Thirty eight twenty nine. Um. The battle of the worst logos in the NFL ends with a 30-10 to 10 victory by the Rams over Washington. <laughs> the Baltimore Ravens. This, this is where I'm going to stop before I keep going with my scores. 27-3 beat the Bengals. I have a question for each of you. The same question. <laughs> is there something to worry about when the Ravens took the ball away from the Bengals, what seemed like 30 times and only have 27 points to show for it. Mm, I would say yes and no. Cause I mean, if your defense continuously do that, then you don't really have to worry about scoring. But if you're playing someone like Kansas city, then yeah. You would because so maybe two, late down the line of playoffs, you probably would have to worry about something like that. I, I say because I know what you mean because their touchdowns. offense does not look as like they were clicking like it was last year. Well, I'm saying two of the three touchdowns came from defense. So yeah, no, I know. Justice. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm also on the yes and no train of that because I mean. If your defense is doing it for you, then your defense is doing it for you. I can see why maybe the offense would maybe, you know, be pretty lax because, again, you're playing Cincinnati. Um, but also – What? That was disrespectful. <laughs> no, I'm Cincinnati good this year? <laughs> I'm, I'm just playing. <laughs> um, but at the same Sorry, time – fans. <laughs> at the same time, uh, being the Lamar Jackson-led Baltimore Ravens, you should be stomping – on people's throats whose throats you should be stomping on. Like yeah. you're, you're that high caliber of a team playing that low caliber of a team. You should be putting a beat down on them and it shouldn't necessarily mm-hmm. be most of the defense doing the work. Uh, but like I said, also I can see where if they're like, Hey, the defense is doing it. Like offense can kind of just yeah be chill. So I mean, like I said, yes and no. Yeah. But yeah, in the future, I'd say, you know, if you can gas pedal somebody. Yeah. Real, gas real pedal quick somebody. before, before, he gives his opinion of it. Did you guys see the Marlon Humphreys uh, force fumble? 
Mm-hmm. I missed it. It Funny. was very impressive. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I remember. It that. was very impressive. He um, like ripped him back with his hips. He pulled him back from the hips and then pushed the ball out. Like yanked him back towards him and then he pushed the ball out afterwards. Damn. Like from behind, he pulled him back towards yeah. him and then punched it out afterwards. Jeez. I was just like, yeah. that takes a lot of strength, man. <laughs> like, Hell yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I just think that that there was this picture that it, that the top echelon, right, of of NFL analysts and, and commentators gave us the picture that the Ravens and the Chiefs were unbeatable. Yeah, and, and a lot of people believed it. Yeah. Um, and and I think that that's where this all comes into. And and the Chiefs haven't looked good two weeks in a row. If 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 Cam Newton was playing for the Patriots in that game, the Chiefs lose. A hundred percent, the Chiefs I would, lose. I would say three weeks in a row. Yeah, they beat us, but is oh, that really you're right. impressive you're right. right now? Yeah, you're right. It, it, oh, yeah. Actually, I forgot. A hundred percent. Justin Herbert coming in right before <laughs> the whistle, yeah. being told, "Hey, dude." Uh, so our doctor decided to do um, a, put a needle in our quarterback without taking an X-ray um, and punctured his lung. You're on the field, like yeah. Um, the Houston Texans get rid of Bill O'Brien, so they stopped losing thirty to fourteen. The Texans <laughs> beat the Jags. Um, I think on this podcast and in the previous podcast, the Armchair Sports, we have been calling for Bill O'Brien to be let go for what seems like a year and a half. Um, mm-hmm. So Bill O'Brien leaves. Mr. Cornell takes over. Oldest head coach to win a game, by the way, and wins one, 30-14. The, don't look now. Don't look now. The Cleveland Browns. Four and one. They beat Bro. the Indianapolis Colts 32-23. My Mike's I, I don't really know why. I didn't even pay attention that they were four and one. Oh, yeah, four dude. and one. <laughs> they, they've been flying under the radar. Oh, Baker Mayfield. I hate it here. Baker Mayfield. <laughs> please don't throw the ball too much and we'll win. That's what the, the, the Browns say. Um the Dallas Cowboys. I'm not going to make fun of this one. I'm not going to be funny here. Dallas Cowboys. <clears throat> Dak Prescott goes down. Uh, oh. Mr. Red Hair comes in. They still win 37-34. Um, it's kind of ridiculous that they only beat the Giants by three points. Um, but that's a story for another day. Uh, Dak Prescott out four to six months. Breaks his ankle, right? Compound yeah. fracture. Yep. Compound fracture. Got that Gordon Hayward. Um, I'm moving on Um, The Seattle Seahawks Faced off with the Minnesota Vikings And um, 27-26 Oh my goodness Oh my At halftime it was 13-0 And thank you Minnesota Vikings For holding um, What's what's the receiver Lockett Tyler Lockett Um to basically nothing. I appreciate you. 27-26 is the final score. The Seahawks are undefeated. That's right. They're the kings of the West as of right now, but they won't win the Super Bowl. Um, the, the Vikings have a win yet or no? One and four, yeah. They beat the trash Texans, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what got Bill O'Brien fired. Did they kill are you, are you firing spirit? hateful shots right now? Who, me? No. He knows who I'm talking to. 
Of course, because he am. knows what he said. <laughs> of course, I am. Um, I would too. The the, the <laughs> Niners aren't done. We're gonna get whooped tomorrow uh, next week, but we're not done. Um, the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Why? Who do you guys have next? The, the Rams. Rams. Um, the the New Orleans Saints <laughs> beat the Los Angeles Chargers. Oh. Uh, five seconds on the clock. Give me a field goal to end the game for the Chargers. Of course not. It's the Chargers. The kickers don't perform in the last 10 seconds of the game. Nope. Um, 30-27. But the bright spot of this game is Justin Herbert, rookie quarterback, throws for 264, four touchdowns. Um, mm-hmm. The dude... As of right now, it looks like the best quarterback of this of this uh, draft. But again, Tua hasn't played. Um, True. Joe Burrow. Right now, looking like rookie of the year, though. Right yes. now, looking like rookie of the year. Yeah, yeah. Based but on those. the lowest part of even, even lower than the loss, is we can, dude. We cannot stay healthy like at all. Uh huh. Everybody's going down. Tell me about it. Keenan's out now. It's just I feel yeah, I feel both, you for the last two years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like I, I feel you. What what you felt for the last two years? I feel it. I yeah. feel it. I'm so hurt that we had to play at the stupid stadium in New York two mm-hmm. weeks in a freaking row and lose basically half our team for the year. Like man, so much pain. Okay, I have to gather myself. So week For six multiple of, years. Well, week six of the NFL season, the Texans face off with the Titans. That game should have gotten moved to Thursday night football just to have the Titans only have one game, one day off and then play again. That's what they. That's the kind of punishment they deserve. That would have been tight. Um, that would have been tight. The, the, yeah, <laughs> the Texans. Basketball players have trouble doing that, bro. <laughs> uh, I know, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Texans face off with the Titans. The Bengals face off with the Colts. That's a game I do not want to watch. Um, the Falcons face off with the Vikings. That's a game I do not want to watch. The Broncos with the Patriots. Also a game I do not want to watch. Uh, Washington. This is the week of NFL where everyone takes the week off. Yeah, Washington against the Giants. I definitely do not want to watch. Uh, maybe, you know what? Because I want to see Alex Smith go and, and succeed and be great. I would, I'm okay. Mm, I'm in that middle ground. Um, the Baltimore Ravens facing off with the Eagles. Uh, I don't know. Um, this one. I want to watch this one. The Cleveland Browns with their 4-1 and one record facing off with the Pittsburgh Steelers with their 4-0 and oh record. Tell me if you saw that coming. Going for that division, bro. Who would have thought, yeah, th- that's, this early of a matchup would be so important in their division. Yeah. yeah Some wild stuff. Yeah, because uh, that's that. That matchup is always pretty important, though. Yeah, easily it's been for years. Easily oh, yeah. after this game, we can see um, a five, a five and one, five and one, and four and one team in, in all in the same division. Um, mm. The Chicago Bears face off with the Panthers. I say that quickly because who cares? Um, the Detroit Lions <laughs> face off with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. That sucks too. (laughs) And then this amazing matchup. Hear me out. The New York Jets face off with the Miami Dolphins. Interesting. Oh, that's fire, bro. Yep. 
Best game in <laughs> best game of the week. The Green Bay Packers go out to Tampa Bay and face the Buccaneers. That's, There's a game. Yeah. That's a game. That's the only That's one. The Packers are winning. I, I, I hope the Packers stomp the Bucks. I don't know about a I'm, stomp. I'm not hating. I'm just saying that's what I hope. Um, the Rams head out, head out to um, injured city. They're playing the, the San Francisco 49ers in Santa Clara. Yeah. Sunday night football. Okay. Um, on Monday night, you have two games. One at 2 p.m. Pacific time, guys. At 2 p.m. Pacific time. Yeah. Hmm. Chiefs, Bills. Instead of moving Ooh. this trash game that's the Arizona Cardinals and the Dallas Cowboys, bump them and give me the Chiefs and Bills in prime time. That's a good you game. Say, you say bump them? Yeah, like you know what? Just don't even play that game. I don't care. Don't don't even play the Cardinals and Cowboys. Give me the Chiefs and Bills at five fifteen PM. So disrespectful. <laughs> oh yeah, Hector hasn't been here for the for the rundowns, huh? Yeah, no, he's been like this all season so far. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I when Josh is here, dude, <laughs> I get so. Dude, we disrespectful. go off on like a twenty minute tangent talking crap about the Raiders. Um, <laughs> so the, that's week six of the NFL season. Who gets a bye? You tell me. Um, the Las Vegas Raiders, the New Orleans Saints, who um like punching teammates, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers, <laughs> and idiot bro, the Seattle Sea. Come on, Michael Thomas, dude, you've been hurt. You come yeah, back. What you are practice, you doing, you punch dude? What is that? Come on, my guy. Like I, throwing shade at your teammates. Like we need you, man. We're us, your fantasy owners. We need you. What are you doing? <laughs> Bro, my whole team's have just been hurt. Like, there's just nothing to say about it. <laughs> I don't even know who Michael Thomas and A.J. Brown are anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so I didn't talk about it last week. So, well, we didn't have a podcast last week. So this week, so last uh, week's matchup was me and Hector, and I beat him by like .2. And he should have beat me. There's no, like, in every universe, that man should have beat me. And his team. But what happened? Who who was it? Who underperformed? Uh, it wasn't that he underperformed, but he just didn't catch. Oh, my God. Dude, oh, I've been switching Valdez, out my receivers Valdez. so much. <laughs> I was like, dude. Valdez can't. Can, That's who yeah. it was. I was like, it wasn't Lazard because I had dropped him. Yeah, I, I've just I have a I have a strong rotation with that uh, with my receivers right now because my top two receivers have been out the entire season so far. Yeah, jeez. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he should have beat it's me. Ridiculous, and it didn't happen. It was pretty crazy. Um, just so everybody knows, uh, you know it's how R- Rivera has been talking a lot of smack to me. Well, I took care of business. That that, that man cannot <laughs> say anything to me. Um. So moving on here into the NLCS ALCS, the Tampa Bay Rays is doing the work that everybody wanted to see. The Houston yep. Astros getting whooped on. The Rays are two and zero. All they need is two more victories, and they seal their tr- first trip right 
to the no. world. That's not the first second, trip. They've gone second to the world trip. Series? They 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 lost to the Phillies Phillies in 2008. Mm. Oh, you're right. You're right. Matt Garza was on that team. Yeah. Who? Matt Garza hmm. went to Washington Union. No, Valley Pride. I, no, I know. I know who he is. Okay, I was like, really, dude? <laughs> he played for the Brewers. That's all I remember from him. Um, and he also played for the Brewers. <laughs> <laughs> so, ALCS. Um, so far, my one of my World Series matchups is gone. Um, on the first day of MLB postseason, <clears throat> Justice is World Series matchup is gone. Um, what? I'm just joking. The, the White Sox lose in the first round. Um, oh, yeah. So... I picked yeah, the A's, but if you heard the, the episode, I was saying that the Rays would bring the A's to the brink, and I thought that it's a coin flip. I should have went with the Rays. I should have went with my gut, but I didn't. <clears throat> so the Rays looking good. They're looking real good against the Astros. Yes, they are. Um, I'm not going to lie, through those first two rounds, I wasn't rooting for the Astros, but I also wasn't upset that they were winning because there's so many people that are against them. I find it funny to see them all like get pissed off. But yeah, seeing them finally getting what should have been happening to them the whole time because they were not a good team this year, seeing the Rays take it to them is very nice. And I'm thoroughly enjoying that. <sighs> see, I... Uh... Is this Bay Area sports writer? His name's Ben Ross. Um, mm-hmm. Wrote on Twitter. He said everybody's rooting for Dusty Baker, and everybody. Who's that? Uh, he's the the Astros <laughs> manager, and everybody no, and, and everybody else, huh? and 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 those same people well, are rooting against the Astros. They like they're okay with seeing Dusty succeed, but at the same time they're like, nah, no. We don't. We don't want the Astros. I just don't like. I, what I don't like is the fact that, and I would say this to this man's face, is how Carlos Correa is trying to spin it as though the world is against him for no reason. Why? Shut there up. There is man. no reason. Uh, I'm like, yeah. Sh- I'm like, <laughs> Carlos Correa. Shut up, man. Stop. Like, accept the fact that everybody's against you and say, you know what? We're just gonna use it. As fuel, yeah. don't don't come out and go like, what 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 are you guys gonna say now? We're gonna say that <laughs> you gotta you're take cheap. that one to the chin. Like, dude, yeah. like you're you're having a great postseason, but come on, like let's not act like I've you didn't better. do what you did. Um, I've seen better. <laughs> um, and in the other side, you have the Los Angeles Dodgers down one zero to the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <sighs> Bummer, bro. I shouldn't have been so cocky. I haven't, I, I haven't kind of been so stressed out in my life. <laughs> uh, it was one, one to the top of the ninth guys. <laughs> it was one. Oh, one. was it really? Yeah, it was one. And one. then the, the Dodgers bullpen imploded. Well, yeah, I very spectacular and I saw way. One, and then I saw a video on Twitter of someone smacking another one. And I was like, Ooh, um, yeah, the, wound the, up being five one after that. Yeah, yeah. the Braves. <laughs> that, did, I think that's what I saw. The yeah. Braves did what the Braves have done all season long to to the bullpens. Like the Braves somehow score more runs after the six. Um. Yeah, you, you know to win late, that, that's going to help you in ball games like this. Man, you, you I, I so Hector <clears throat> was watching his team, so it is what it is. But Justice, I know you were watching the game, 
Yes, sir. This to me felt like the Braves were the team that were kind of like, you know what? We we've done this. We've been here. We've done that. Like they were the ones that were kind of like, yeah, this is all right. Cool. We're here to have fun. And the, and the and the Dodgers were were so like with with the stick up their butt kind of you know like they they were so like when they got out of the any jam they got into their pitchers were coming off throwing their hands and pounding yeah. their chest and I'm like relax <clears throat> like hey, calm down and, and so it I gave mean, it gave me so much joy when Ronald Acuna high stepped to the plate after Ozuna hit a single to right yeah like i was just like yes but anyways um did it seem like that to you that the that the dodgers were more like they felt like really uptight really uptight like they know that they need to win this series yeah yeah i I think so because i mean i'm sure you know when you can't really do a whole lot outside of you know staying in your hotel because it's a bubble now uh, I mean, there's there's not much else to do other than listen to what people are saying, and you know, there's a reason there's a narrative that the Dodgers always choke. Oh, they have it in a bubble now, in a semi uh, bubble, semi bubble. Yeah, I mean, they're traveling, but they have to stay in a hotel. Well, no, now they're yeah, they're that? stuck in Arlington. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're playing all the games in Texas, and then the American League's playing all their games in San Diego. So yeah, semi bubble. Why but... do they got to use our stadium? Because <laughs> it's nice. I know it's real nice, <laughs> but uh, now yeah, I mean if, if they're doing nothing but sitting there and listening to what everyone's saying, I mean yeah, there's history there. There's, there's a yeah. reason you should be kind of tight. You're you're known for choking a little bit, and also, I think you know everyone's been talking about how dominant the Dodgers have been in this playoffs and stuff like that. And I mean I haven't been watching their games because I just, I don't watch Dodger games anyway. Um, so this is my first time seeing most of their postseason stats. I mean. The Brewers, that was an easy series. The Padres, that was a challenging series. That was, that would be their first real test. Um, but other than Mookie Betts, uh, Cody Bellinger, and Will Smith, and maybe Kike Hernandez, everyone else in that line was batting one something. Yeah, and and Kike. So, I mean, they, they they've been getting it done with offense in in timely at bats, which what? is what you need to do in baseball. But also, like as a team, your average is not doing good at all, and you're supposed now, to be this big juggernaut. And you look at the Braves' numbers, and they're all pretty freaking high. So I mean, <laughs> um, what what I was telling um, Hector when we we went to go play some basketball on Sunday um, is that please don't put my business out there like that. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, when we went out and balled, um, the that that. Everybody was so high on what the Dodgers did to the Padres. And, and what what I told Hector was, if you watch the games, game one, there were 1-1. One, one. Up until Eric Cosmer mishandled the, the throw to first, air happened, and a home run ensued. Right? They, they then yeah. brought like two or three runs in that inning. <clears throat> um, game two, bases loaded, two outs, and, and – Eric Hosmer up to bat and he can't do it. <laughs> he gets paid to do it. He he just can't get the run in. After that, like the the, the Dodgers in no moment dominated the Padres. And no, no moment other than Game Three when the Padres are mentally done, right? Yeah. And no moment did the Dodgers sincerely come out and just mollywop 
the Padres. So even the Brewers weren't. That wasn't exactly a beatdown. Yeah, and the Brewers are trash. Yeah. Um, like I said, they're they're getting timely hits when they need to, which is what a good offense should do. But the fact that you need to get a timely hit like that when you're this offensive juggernaut that everyone hasn't shut up about all year. Um, which I mean, you're not doing what you're supposed to do. I would, I would like to remind everybody the Dodgers scored one more run than the Braves this year. Um, so, and what, the Braves are doing what they should be doing. <laughs> yeah. What 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 was going through your head, just us when Panda came up to bat? Um, so I'm not gonna lie, I was getting food at that point, so I was listening on the radio. Uh-huh. I got extremely. Me and Aaron and I were getting food. I got extremely excited. <laughs> When he came up, I was so pumped. We were both like kind of low key freaking out. But the radio station I was listening to was a Dodgers broadcast, unfortunately. So they're like, oh, we know this guy, Pablo Sandoval, comes up. They call him the panda. He's looking a little more like a polar bear right now. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, you just ruined this moment for me, you jerks. Second of all, have some respect for that man. He's um. got three rings. And has beaten you guys down before, so suck it. Just us. Uh, that's your mistake. You were listening to the wrong radio station. Um, I didn't know which one it was on, man. I kept going through, and I just found one at the game on, so I just left it. Um, the one and you yeah, were listening no. to is the home of the Dodgers, and yeah, um, reaches only basically around Fresno and, and sucks at yeah, night. Yeah, I, I, I messed up. I know that. But. <laughs> um, yeah, that's disrespectful. Yeah. Any way you put it, like hell yeah, like, come on, my my guys. But that's why the Dodgers are who they are. They haven't won since the eighties. Again, like the Dodgers, someone tried to compare them to the Braves in the nineties, but the Braves in the nineties lost to really great teams. Like the Braves got to the World Series, they just lost to the outspending Yankees. You know, the the, the yeah. Yankees like paid everything. But again. What what game through game two for the Braves tomorrow? Game three for the Rays tomorrow. Um, what what's it? Are are we kind of gearing that the Rays are going to be in the World Series? Uh, that that that's where I'm headed in that series because I mean, they they they're just they're they're showing it finally, man. And yeah. the the one thing I've been worried about with the Rays was everyone talked about how great their pitching was, and again their their offense was kind of like throughout the season was like the Dodgers in the postseason where it was very timely. They got the late hits when they needed to. So that's what I was worried about. But a Rosarena shut me the hell up right away with that. Cause my goodness, this team is freaking racking right now. Mike yeah. Zunino's put coming up clutch. I'm like, what's, what's going on? Who are these guys? So, I mean, no, I'm, I'm happy to see that. And yeah, pretty sure the Rays are gonna, they're going to seal that up pretty quick. Um, since the next podcast we will be doing will be <laughs> uh, for the start of the World Series, uh, how confident now Which, are you in I the mean, Braves? Real quick, that is absolutely wild to me. That they're playing, these guys are playing these games with no days off. Yeah. It's just bang, 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 bang. That is nuts. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. There's there's no breaks for for the the World uh, Series will be the next time we're doing this. Yeah. Yep. That's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, the Braves game. Even if, if the Braves Dodgers go to Game Seven, that Game Seven will be on Sunday. Um, and then World Series Game One's on Monday. Yeah. So, <laughs> what what do you guys think here? Do you you believe in the Braves even more after tonight? Uh, yeah. They're they're, they're what I was kind of worried about. Even though I said it was one of their strengths, was their bullpen. 
they came in and did what they had to do against an offensive team like that. Like I said, who it gets timely hits, they're able mm-hmm. to stop that. So that 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 boosted my confidence in them. Um, I mean, you know, I don't know baseball, but I'd say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was. I'm going off. Of, I'm going off of that 29. Uh, oh, twenty-nine against, to against, nine game I saw. So the <laughs> I'll say yes because of that. Um, that felt like a winner's game to me. <laughs> I, I was what I was most intrigued about is I said Freddie Freeman had to have one of the best series Who's of that? his life. Man, I'm joking. <laughs> um, and to start off the game, how he did with a bang, you know, he, he just hitting a, a shot. And that that's a guy who uh-huh. hasn't been having that strong of a postseason. He's batting 167. Wait, how did he start days. off with a bang? He hit a home, home run. Oh, he did? First inning. Oh, First at bat. So, yeah, no, definitely agree with you. Yeah, he's a guy who has to, had to have a good series, and it started off well. And the, and what the pos- thing – What position does he play? He was a first baseman. First base. Um, and, and the biggest thing is you just saw from the Braves is the versatility that they have. They they, yeah. they 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 got Adam Duvall hurt. Adam Duvall exits the game. They bring in their number one rated prospect in Christian Pache. Pache moves to center. Acuna moves to right. Marquez moves to left. Then you have a, a pinch hitter for Pache, Sandoval. Then you have a pinch hitter for Marquez, Culberson. Then yep. your outfield consists of Riley in left, Acuna in center. And Culberson in right with Panda at, at third. So I don't know. It's it's, just, it's nice to have utility players as yeah. your bench. It's very nice. It's it's a big are, one. Are the which side is it that has the the pitchers bat? No, no, uh, that's not none. a thing this year. Now for, oh, for it's not this a thing no more? yeah this for year. the this season they had a universal DH for but, everybody, but so pitchers didn't hit. Is it going to stay that way, or is it probably? Just... Probably. I hope it doesn't, but yeah, it might. Okay. Did they do that just because they were doing it so short? They yeah. just, yeah, they did. They they just kind of implemented new rules to kind of see which ones worked, which ones didn't. Yeah, they, they kind of used this season to test some stuff that they want to try out later on. Interesting. Okay. Um, to end on this note, I ask you, gentlemen, will Dak Prescott be in a cowboy uniform next year? That's a tough one, man. Uh, this is why players want to get paid. Yep. This is why, because now he's not guaranteed nothing next year from anybody. Mm-hmm. And, but uh, I don't know. I think the fans will demand to keep him. I think, and he'll stay. End up staying. Now, whether he thinks what they're going to give him is enough to stay is a different question. Yeah. So that that also kind of puts a little different spin on it. But I think I think he'll end up staying. I think he wants to be a cowboy and I think they'll offer him a decent amount to, and enough to get him to stay. Also wouldn't be surprised if they don't though. Just us. I think yeah, they will. Sadly. I think they will. Um He was balling, man. He gets his what's it called, right? Um He can be franchise tag. Mm-hmm. But the one that he signed, he signed a franchise tag mm-hmm. this year, didn't he? Yeah. And that's guaranteed for this year? Did yeah. he get that money? Yep. Okay. At least he's somewhat taken care of because, yeah, that's going to be a brutal rehab coming back. Um, yeah. I think they're going to try to sign him. I don't think they're going to give him what he wants. So I think maybe he ends up doing like a one-year deal with them. 
which would suck because he's been doing nothing but proving himself. But I think he might use that to prove himself yeah. to the rest of the league. And then if he does, it, I think that's exactly how he leaves too. I don't think. Yeah. Um, I, I would <clears throat> to finish off here. I would say that if Andy Dalton turns this team around, takes him to the playoffs, Dak Prescott is done in Dallas. Regardless of anything, I think Dak Prescott is done in Dallas, and he'll be in a 49er uniform next year. Um, mm. <laughs> I, I'm joking about that part. I was um, like, that's nice. <laughs> I, I would love that to happen. I, I've been, like, over Jimmy, but our offensive line has been kind of poor. But I just if, – if Andy Dalton has an okay season – What was season, that? You said, did you say you're done with Jimmy Garoppolo? I've been done with Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, okay. If – but again, if he performs, Hector's like got that. Yeah, um, huh? I'm, I'm gonna remember that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no, that's not what I was. I I I was done with him after the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um. If if yeah. So if if Andy Dalton does a good job, a good enough job, and makes some playoffs, I see it too difficult for him to be back. Um. Mm. So that that's that's. There. Yeah, if that, if that happens, if that happens, I can see Jerry Jones being like, <laughs> "Well, you know, we can use that money elsewhere." Yep. Make sure to follow us on Facebook at Cold One PG, and make sure to listen to the podcast anywhere podcasts are found. Just look up Cold One Post Game Post Game Together. We're almost close to being able to post game together. We're getting there. We're in a positive direction. It's almost the end of October. We'll see how things go. So. I'm Gonzo next I like my week. distance. Just us. And Hector. <laughs> Hector is back for the first time. Gold one postgame. Until next time.